the beginning we say, don't flush the toilet. Flush the toilet. Welcome to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C Ray. Hip Hop Eddie. Yo, welcome to Platform Collection World. Yes. This is where we live at, platformcollection.com. We are a member of the largest hip hop podcast network in the world. Nothing but heavy hitters. And what we mean is people who ask the real questions get in the dirt a little bit. You know yes. what I mean? Not in like dirt, like. Let me surprise you mm-hmm. with a question or ask a lame question. Mm-hmm. We mean, we talk about the highs and lows of real life. Yes. And I, I kind of feel like all the podcasts on our network touch on that in a lot of different ways, in their own ways. And there's so many, so many original content uh, creators over at PlatformCollection.com. Go there, check it out. Check the series out. Verb. Uh, episode two is coming soon. Actually, by the time this is out, it may already it be, will out. be out. Yeah. So make sure you check out our new series, our latest series called Verb, and you'll get a real cool insight behind the curtain at PlatformCollection.com and see how we put together our content, how we network, how we stay in touch with uh, the pulse of the hip hop community that we dwell in. And the and its surroundings. So make sure you go check that out, Verb at platformcollection.com. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts. Give it pick one. If you haven't heard a new one, pick one. Felipe's Garage, amazing, funny, hysterical. Yes. The Clement Show. Take a visit into Austin, Texas. Yes. With some of the biggest names out of Austin, Texas, hip hop scene. Uh, a scene that, as you guys know, over the last few years has really blossomed into a huge staple within mm-hmm. the hip-hop community and they have their own thing going on man austin right. is one of those places where um open-mindedness is promoted constantly in austin and uh it's crazy because it's one of those places that's surrounded by a lot of areas who may not be as open-minded <laughs> so it creates a really cool community right because it has this rebellious feel to it um, but it's also very artistic. So check them out. Pick any of the podcasts. Trust me, you'll enjoy them. We got a huge back catalog where you can catch up on a lot of the artists that you've gotten to know as of recent and uh, maybe some that you didn't know and uh, will become a fan of. This week, man, we finally get to catch up with our homie Self-Provoked. Yes, definitely, man. And uh, I like, it, you know, that we were outside in the back. It was nice and chill. Yeah, so cool. so we, we recorded it at uh, what used to, what we used to call the Stay Illuminated House. Right. You guys haven't heard us use the Stay Illuminated, um, I'm off, stay Illum- the, the Stay Illuminated sponsorship uh, live read thing that we used to do um, because there is no more Stay Illuminated. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talk a little bit about that. Uh, I think we did a little bit because Tony, who of Stay Illuminated fame, one of the founders over there, the founder over there, is now working with Self Provoked on a, a few projects right. that we get to talk about a little bit. But uh, mostly we get to catch up with Self Provoked. Man, he is in a. Uh, we I I asked him straight up, like looking at him face to face. I feel like he's in a really good place. Mm-hmm. 
he's definitely one of those guys who we've had the pleasure of having like some um, cool conversations with him, sometimes personal, just sometimes philosophical. And he, he's always been really open with us, which we appreciate so much. He's a really honest dude when it comes to the things that he cares about. And uh, I got to say, this is probably like some of the more the most animated I've seen him, the most um, thoughtful when he was thinking about like a, a lot of this stuff. I mean, look, dude is he was originally on the show. I, I don't even know if he was 20 yet. The first mm-hmm. time he was on the show. He's 25 now. Yeah. He's been on various tours. He's created a career for himself. And we talk about that and how far it's come. And he's one of those guys who now it is undeniable. If you thought he was going anywhere at a certain point, if you had doubts in what mm-hmm. he was doing or there was not going to be any direction to it or is he just an underground artist, you know, where is it going to end? Right. It seems like it has no plans on slowing down at all, which to his credit, for the most part, I can tell you, and I, I don't think this is a secret, a lot of this is just literally directed by him. Right, yeah, definitely, man. He's yeah. one of the, those artists that we, you know, we were in the 300 plus episodes now, and yeah. he's one of them that has come back a couple Every times. Time. Because he's just as, a, he's just yes. as relevant now mm-hmm. as he was when we first had him on the podcast yeah. and that's super rare you're you're 100 correct on that mm-hmm. it, that puts it a lot of things in perspective because yeah. self-provoked has been one of those artists that we've consistently had back on and it's not because it's necessarily like we hang out with him all the time or you know i definitely consider him a friend uh, but we're not like we're all not that close right, you know what yeah. i mean but there's definitely a mutual respect. I respect him as an artist, and I'm a fan of his music, right. you know, first of all. But I definitely respect the work ethic because I know what it takes to create a brand his size, and it's it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. And he handles it in, in a pretty graceful way. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he definitely he's definitely opinionated. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't hold back on that. He... He's also a work in progress, though, and he doesn't hold back on explaining that either. That he's constantly trying to learn, that he's constantly trying to grow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like, if anything, what I really took out of this this conversation was that for himself, his ultimate goal is to eliminate any excuses that could stop him from having success in whatever he decides to do. Right, yes. And so he's he's really he's he's hard on himself, he's hard on other people when it comes to people making excuses mm-hmm. for themselves and that's really dope, man, cuz quite literally that's what it takes to be at the level that he's at and above. Yeah, and then putting in that time, the work, it, it, it shows with the growth of, of the person. Yeah, he and he talks a little bit about uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. I want you to hear, but he talks about his perspective on him being a rapper you might find it surprising i feel like if anything again sitting across from him looking into his eyes he is definitely one of those guys who speaks his truth and uh, i have nothing but respect for for self-provoke shout out to self-provoke shout out to tony yes from um i guess we can't really say yeah just just tony from x stay illuminated yeah from no for tony from 
the artist formerly known the artist formerly known as Tony from Stay Illumined. Yeah, oh, I like there that. you I go. Like that. Yes. Shout out to him. <laughs> um, Thanks for the beer, my yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for taking away our only sponsor. <laughs> yes. So. Thanks, man. <laughs> yo, check out this interview with Self Provoke, and we'll talk to you after. I used to know the homie from the park. He always asked for 50 cents from all the passing cars. Till he got his hands on the nine, now he a fucking star. I'm talking famous for the stick up till his brain shot off. I used to know the sexy baddie from just down the street. She used to struggle for her family just to make ends meet. Till she met this cat one night at her job while cleaning tables. Influence by the money, started fucking for all the paper. I'm just trying to pay my bills and shit. Took a few bucks, make a few things. Do you really want a million shit? Trying to get rich, trying to get rich. I'm just trying to pay my bills and shit. Coming in here, coming in there. How much money do you bring in, kid? Who would hit me up at night? Came upon just 50k, flip some white, change his life. Used to bust some lines with some bitches, still he got on game. Spotted fakes who came around just to get a little taste. I used to know this artist who would do it for the love. Used to rap for all his homies, still he wanted more than fun. Baby mama started tripping, he ain't bringing in the funds. Change his style up. Yo, yo. All right, man. Self-provoke. We don't do any of the intro anymore. We do all that later. So we just jump right into it. Sick. Yeah, man. How are you doing, dude? Welcome back. Thank you. I think you hold the record now. For what? For being on the show. Three? It's my third one? No, it's been more than that. Really? Yeah. I think the last time was like your third or fourth. I think we did three with you just in the studio back when we used to do it out of that studio in LA. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We've had I think we've had you on four or five times. Check the facts. Who has Check Google? the facts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? Fake right. news. Shit, you got it. All right. I thought I thought I did three. No, I think that I'm pretty sure. I'm willing to bet this is at least at least number four. Okay. Yeah, man. You're one of our favorite artists to always have on. Uh, You're down to talk. <laughs> you, get, you get into the shit. What's up with you, though, man? How, how's everything been? Uh, it's been good, man. Just fucking uh, working on music and working on a few other things and shit. You know? Dude, like, is this um, the direction you took with your music, like, as of recent, right? Like, I say within the last two years. I guess not that recent, but within the last two years. I remember early on. When uh, I was talking to you about the last project before it even came out, you were talking about how you didn't know exactly how the audience would take to what you were making. You you definitely seemed like you anticipated at least some critics or people talking about it. Yeah. But it seems like it was the move, right? Like, I mean, it seems like you're making some of the best music you've ever made right now, without a doubt. And it seems like it's a... Uh, I mean, was it that hard of a transition for you? Uh, shit. To rap to those beats at first? Yeah, I mean, the beats that... I mean, 
you've just evolved as an artist, period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Was that like, did you feel it from like your core audience or your early audience? Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were talking shit. <laughs> just about you. What do you think it was basically based Because a lot of them are dumbasses and they'll hear like, uh, not not my fans. I'm saying like mo- like critics and shit, like certain critics are like, yo, like this beat has hi-hats or this beat isn't like this tempo. So like <laughs> you're fucking trying to be a mainstream rapper or like uh, some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closed minded motherfuckers, you know? So it's cool. But like. Do you know what they mean, like, when they talk about, like, like, I've always wondered, I mean, I get it, like, I get what, like, traditionalists will be like, oh, it's got to sound like this or whatever for it to be, quote, unquote, real or whatever. Mm -hmm. But do you ever find it weird? Like, like, why wouldn't you want to be like, you're, you're making music for a career. Yeah. Okay. Why would you not want like the most people to hear your music? Like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I have no. I, I don't know why they just don't put myself, put themselves in my position and shit. Like yeah. they just, they think that, like everybody fucking, and for and I'm I'm still do, I'm still dropping like boom bap shit like sure. here and there and shit. You know, but like, like I wanna if I wanna fuck around with some shit if I wanna fucking drop an R and B project my yeah. next project like like you motherfuckers have no like say in what the fuck I wanna do or like like I wanna make what the fuck I wanna make and yeah. people who rock with it rock with it people who don't don't. And a lot of people are just be a lot of people like are just like to be critics. A lot of people just like to talk shit about anything. Like, yo, the fucking the rap was cool, the beat was cool, and everything was cool, but uh, that cover was whack, bro. Like, they'll just like they'll like they're just like shut up. Like, so I, I don't even like I I got to a point where I don't really give a shit no more. Like, yeah, well, I think that's like the best place you could be, right? Fuck, like, yeah. Because if not, then you're not you stop doing this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to cater to motherfuckers' opinions and shit. Yeah, like what what have you been? What have you found like? that you like the most about the music you're making right now? Like, what do you feel? Like, why do you like what you're making? Uh, As far as, like, the new sound and shit, yeah. like, I like, I like it because I feel like it's more, uh, I could vibe to it more instead of, like, hearing some, like, like, I'll drop some, I'll, I'll record a boom-bap track and shit, and I kind of feel like, to me, like, it's more of what I'm saying that has more impact than, like, to me, it's like a beat. If a beat's banging, like, yeah. fucking, if I could contribute to the beat and then make this shit, like, something, like, so you could vibe to, dope, you know? Like, the boom bap shit, I love hearing boom bap shit, too, you know? But I feel like I listen to that for a different purpose, for a different reason than something that I want to just listen yeah. and nod my head to, you feel me? Do you feel like, because this is something that I've heard a lot about, like, the nature of music right now that it's more about the energy right now than it is about anything else uh it, it depends depending the uh environment and that you want to be involved in you know because yeah. uh, some like some people deal with depression differently some people like to hear depressing ass songs and like cry themselves to sleep some people like to listen to i don't give a fuck shit and just like uh uh can convert the sadness to anger or some people want to just fucking f- listen to something that makes them forget completely about the whole situation of their depression or where the fuck yeah like so like it's 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 honestly like there's many uh, many demographics and honestly you could fucking be successful as a boom bap rapper you know it's not like oh yo i switch up my sound because i feel like i'm gonna die out yeah because there's a boom bap there's a boom bap crowd out there you know like and there's like people who have cult followings that make more money than fucking hit rappers that get signed and take bullshit percentages Absolutely. from their labels and shit. Like, obviously, you know, so 
it was honestly like for me it's just like what i wanted to do at the moment like i said i could be i might i have i have a lot of boom bap tracks i'm sitting right now that i'm gonna drop sitting on that i'm gonna drop um so it's not really like that it changed my style it's just like i wanted to fuck around with this shit and i'm, I'm fucking around with what i want to fuck around i hear a beat that it's just though i want to hop on it hop on it yeah how yeah. was the um you were at the were you at the order label uh, no, I distributed a project through them, them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that a continuous well, Alpha, thing? Uh, Alpha Pub. Yeah, Alpha Pub order label. I think it was a uh, uh, son you that were starting up with uh, for like a hip hop division because they gotcha. did a lot of DJ things and shit. Um, but yeah, uh, what were you saying? My bad. So, ha- so was that just like a one and done, or is that something that's still maybe like- in the future I might link up with them. I fuck with their producers, that whole low end theory scene. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's dope, Daddy Kev, DJ Nobody, fucking. Um, yeah, everybody there and shit. Yeah, it's been really interesting to see, like, you guys, like, you and other artists that we know, like, dip into the low-end theory scene. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they, um, I don't know, do you do you have a feeling like that scene is a little more open-minded? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, way open-minded. Motherfuckers, like, psychedelics and all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I just performed there last week. That shit was, it was dope. It was a live-ass show. Um... But yeah, definitely. Like compared to the audience, they're different. They're older. They're like a lot of white dudes up in yeah. that bitch. White females, white fucking a bunch of different races all mixed up and shit. When the majority of my fan base are Latinos from yeah. like the internet and shit, you know, so it's different, definitely. But they fuck with it. So that's yeah, what it's dope. do you still is it still that way for you? Like, is it still like the majority of your audience? Do you feel like are Latinos? Yeah. Uh yeah yeah definitely yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man, because it's um, you've been able to make a career off of an audience that like the industry is like pays very little attention to. Yeah. But you've been able to like prove like that not only just even like from the business standpoint that this is a population that's willing to spend money on things they like. They're willing to go to shows, mm-hmm. They're willing to get behind an artist mm-hmm. when like the the whole of the industry usually says the opposite, right? Like they're like an afterthought or, or they want to give them like only cultural music. Like Mm -hmm. you're Latino. So we'll give you Latino music, but we can't look at you. Like, I don't, put you in a category of like oh you're a latino artist yeah yeah, yeah. you don't you understand what i'm yeah, saying yeah no, definitely but you've been able to like have a career there yeah yeah and you know what i think uh like you're saying like people don't pay like latinos mind mm-hmm. and, like mainstream shit like that you know like uh unless they have unless they are latino with very little latino features you know like, yeah yeah it's like oh like oh you know what well, we could fucking uh we could profit off this food to the uh the latino demographics right. since there's so many but he's not so fucking dark and he's not so fucking right. he doesn't have, exactly he's like he 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 like the what's that the, <clears throat> the bad bunny guy or whatever that's oh, popular yeah. right now like yeah. super latino but like like he's very light skinned like and, and it, it, it you know what but Cap G could be an exception because Cap G looks hella Mexican yeah. you feel me like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but like uh but homeboy's dope he makes bangers and shit you know like he, he I don't I never follow him like that but I know of a couple of songs that like are, I, I can see why people fuck with it They're dope, it's still you know? definitely like a weird part of the industry right like even some of like I I think about like I feel like you've been battling that like your whole career like you make music authentic to yourself 
and then people see you from the outside and go like, oh, he, we need to put him in some category. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a boom bap rapper or he's a Mexican or, or he's a Latino rapper. I'm sorry, not Mexican. Like mm-hmm. Latino rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tr- they're constantly trying hard to do that. Like, mm-hmm. we need to put him in this place, right? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see, like, really, like we were talking about, like, on a high note before we started the show and um, just about, like, your crew and your personal your personal friends mm-hmm. right like which it's less of a crew it's more more friendships mm-hmm. and how all of you have always been kind of like out of the box in your own, your in your own way and it's weird to me cuz Eddie and I were talking about this um you guys for sure man and I don't know how much you look at this but you guys you on a high note the you know and like you explained to me like it's not necessarily a crew it is more of a collective of friends but the influence you guys have had over like the entire scene at this point maybe 5 years ago we can have a we could have an argument about it but now you can't argue like the influence that you guys have had you have to have seen that by now like when you look out on the scene even the way people conduct business you guys opened up a lot of ideas to people on how to be an independent artist, how to navigate the independent world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're still independent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, do you notice it at all? Mm. I mean, you've been doing this for how long now? Uh, shit, probably like, like I've been recording for fun since I was probably 16, 17. And you're how old now? I'm 25. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, a like a better part of young adulthood to adulthood to like your juvenile years. There's no way that you can still exist today and have, and have the success that you have today without influencing people. I mean, you're, there's a 16 year old right now that's starting like you started, except mm-hmm. they're starting in a world where self-provoked already exists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like they're just like, oh, he's a brand new artist or, you know, like you already exist. Yeah. So the influence is there. Like, do you do you notice it? And Uh, I mean, on the humble, I know you're not like, oh, yeah, I influence everybody, but you got to see it. I definitely uh, I'm I'm aware that we started this independent Internet age. Like, not that we started it, but we caught it while it was like at its beginning waves. You feel me? So like we uh, like me fucking. uh who was it? Uh, before, before, uh, fucking, he was Bobby Butcher Severe. Yeah. Lost Angels, which was, uh, he's Ono now, but Rel's <clears throat> with Xer and Infamizi, which is now 92, fucking Reverie, fucking all them. Like, uh, we caught them at the early waves. You feel right. me? Like, so. You guys Gavlin. were like the voices of like that, of the early internet age. Yeah. Like, de- yeah, definitely. For a lot of yeah, communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, which was crazy. It was like a big deal. We had, uh, me and the homies, it was, I was in Lost Angels and we dropped a music video and then like all my homies were tripping out like, bro, you have a music video on YouTube? Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, because like, before, it was before like everybody was like doing that Well, you shit. know what's crazy, man? And, and shout out to JDS too. Like, mm-hmm. early years, like, you, I remember being somebody who, who didn't grow up in L.A. I grew up in San Diego, like watching L.A. move at that time because everybody was shifting to the Internet. Mm-hmm. And you guys were like some of the first faces that were being seen on the Internet mm-hmm. because it did seem like at 16, at 17, 18, 
that we were looking at complete packages already like wow it's a dope video mm. wow they got music that you can download like all that shit came like it seemed like you guys were at the forefront of that mm -hmm. but was it really i mean w were you guys aware of it at the time uh dude at that time i was thinking about fucking bitches and fucking smoking weed and getting yeah. drunk and skateboarding so and tagging yeah so i didn't really give a shit like i'm like i uh like I said, I, I started making music when I was 16 for fun. You feel me? Yeah. Like, And then uh, once I found out, oh, you can make money off streaming. Oh, you can make money. And I, like, shit completely changed for me. You yeah. know, like, but before it was all, all for fun. Like, all, like, little girls all, like, on the nuts fucking go smash. You know, <laughs> like, that's my word. That's where my mind was at yeah. that time and shit. So I wasn't too conscious or aware of that, that I was that. Well, yeah. Get brave, get brave. I ain't one car away. Please don't waste all my time if I ain't getting paid. Pick your side, do your crucifix and pray up to your God when you die. You gon' live my like a sucker if you cross this little line. Segregated from your weirdos, we ain't cool. Look a lot. Ain't go basic reason why he ain't in school at age nine. They already know the code on how to move. Paranoid highs. We just move into this tune that they produce. Everybody's crooked. I ain't following shit. Got my Glock if they want to contest. Everybody's crooked. I mean, I could tell you from an outsider looking in, one of like the most interesting things would be like when something, I mean, at this point, there was thousands of times, but when something would play out on the internet and you, and you could follow it in real time, mm -hmm. like on Facebook and Twitter, mm -hmm. conversations happening, you could see a, like a real fan base happening. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like, like literally from people that were away from it it seemed like again like oh this is a oh these guys are already on like they're on oh yeah a you lot of people I mean? thought yeah a lot of people had our we had a music video on youtube they thought we had our life figured out like we were fucking bang we were balling <laughs> dude you, the first time i met um the first time i met vel the wonder right oh uh, yeah sure. i was like um i didn't know like she basically said she was like yeah people think that i have this figure like i'm literally just like stumbling through this and even now like she was like dude like I, I don't have anything like it's not like that now like i'm still figuring things out mm -hmm. but it's super easy you know what it is dude i feel like i don't know if this is a reach but i definitely feel like there was a consciousness if you guys weren't conscious of like how big it could go or what it was happening it definitely seemed like you guys were conscious of like your internet personalities 
You know what I mean? Like there was like this personality on the internet that people could follow. Mm-hmm. Like you could follow a story. You could follow like, oh, and this person knows that person. And, oh, this is a crew. And this is mm-hmm. all the information. That's what I'm saying. Like your guys, the amount of information you guys were putting out, you know. And since then, you know, we've gotten to know. Obviously, it wasn't all out there. But it was the first time people were seeing people have like personal conversations or making very personal music, like very personal music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was the first time people were really seeing that. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting now, like when we look back on it, I, I remember Arash would say like, dude, I don't know if we're seeing, he's like, I, I don't know if we are, but it definitely feels like we're seeing the beginnings of something. Cause because, dude, that shit wasn't that natural for every other artist, or they would have all been doing it. Hmm. You know? Yeah. And you mean uh, as far as uh, having that internet? Uh... Yeah, like you guys were very open on the internet. Like it was very <laughs> open. Yeah, I was a little too open back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, it, it, in in retrospect, one of the influences that you guys did is now everybody has seen that in the way people talk, way the people interact on the internet, especially within the community surrounding us, that's normal day to day now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when it was almost shocking at first, it was like, oh shit, like what is this? People were really like, what the fuck is this? What is, how's this happening? Yeah. Like they came out of nowhere. Everybody would say that, oh, this came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and I remember when it was like, um, it was more of a, a lot of you guys were experimenting with like a sound that people kept like like calling like oh this is like a throwback or old school like, yes. yeah right definitely definitely yeah everybody would always like yeah it's the real hip hop finally like that would that's that and then i had a little video of me when i was like 16 or 17 like with a white t-shirt with a 40 on my lap and I'm next to a, a computer and I'm just like, yeah, if you if you if you listen to Lil Wayne and all that, this is not for you. You know, I was just like talking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. my shit as a little as a youngster and shit. I like Lil Wayne music, but like now I do, you know. But but I was young, I was just like that little hater kid that hated everything that wasn't yeah. that didn't sound like hip hop. I was that kid that talked shit to me now for doing flavors, you know. Like, yeah, that's weird. I was right? that kid, yeah. I was that's that fucking kid. weird. Yeah. Like you literally made those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made those they... fans that turn on me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing, man. Like it's it's what I want to know this though, man. Like you're 25 now. Like where are you? What do you feel like you are? Well, first, are you happy? Like do you feel happy right now like in your life? Like are you like yeah, I'm good. Uh, happy is a weird word for me, bro, cuz like yeah. I just feel like it's like a it's like an illusion. You mm. feel me? Like it's just like yo like sometimes sometimes I feel good. Sometimes I feel like I should be doing more. Sometimes I feel you know so like um Saying happy is like a, a steady emotion in my yeah. life. I know I'm, I would I wouldn't say I'm I'm living though. I'm feeling I feel good. I feel yeah. and I'm doing like sometimes I feel bad. Sometimes I feel good. You know, but it's just like I'm I'm just living. I'm, I'm when's the, when's the last time you dealt with? Because um, you've talked about it at length on this show about anxiety um, and shit. anxiety and yeah. depression. Like yeah. when's the last time? Has it been a while? I learned how to deal with that. That shit ain't shit to me no more. Yeah, like, and like it might, I might have a a, a, a phase that later in the future some shit happens yeah. and it takes me like. But like to me, I just see it as some shit I could overcome already. Like once I get through those episodes, I'm just like, ah, right, I'm here again for sure. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it ain't nothing. Like, it won't I, like I, put I, you out for a while. Or nah, my G. I, I looked into too much shit. I've researched. I've read too much shit. I've I've manipulated my mind to the point that like, some shit like that can't be permanent or can't be like. I won't dwell in that shit for too long. You know, yeah. like it, it's just like if I feel that way, it's because there's certain changes I need to be doing. Like you, the smallest fucking. I, if I. When I feel like that, I break little habits that I feel like are are taking me there. Or I'll start fucking running in the mornings, and then I notice the first, second runs, I'm feeling great. I yeah. Feel, you know, and then that's like, all right, like, maybe it's just, like, this, like, lack of productivity that I feel. Or this maybe it's uh, this lack of uh, social, uh, mean, I'm not social enough. Maybe, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, but it makes me, like, it makes me, like analyze myself and then yeah I, and then i tackle it and, then and now it's good. a good thing yeah no yeah definitely i feel like it's if anything there's people who are fucking happy their whole fucking life and 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 this little fake ass fantasy and then right. they reach a certain age and then that's why them whole midlife crisis bullshit happens or whatever true. and it's like yeah i feel like at least i'm doing at least i'm feeling these at an early age and i'm trying and i'm trying my best to understand my best ability and learning and i'm just gonna keep doing that using them and what what what, what are some of the <sighs> things i mean you know, like, I think they just said, like, we're, uh, what date is today? Today's the uh, 12th, 12th, right? So yeah. we're, like, two days removed from uh, Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yeah. Um, right? And one of the things that has come out a lot has been, like, America as a whole is, like, at an all-time high with, like, suicide rates and dealing with... Like, dude, I've never heard more talk about anxiety than now right and, and a lot of that's with the internet because we Fuck, communicate yeah. now right like and yeah. there's a lot of information and there's a lot more and that contributes to the fucking absolutely. problem yeah absolutely there's so much more to manipulate in your mind right mm -hmm. it's constantly being filled all day every day oh something i like dopamine whoop, yeah dopamine, yeah doop, dopamine whoop, like fucking like yeah and then like yeah yeah it's fucking you know, comparing my life to this person's fucking captured moment and you know like it's like and then that's what i'm saying like like the whole buying chains or buying nice ass designer and shit is like, bro, it's so fucking obvious that's just a cover up for insecurities, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah. me? Like it really is like, hey, like, yeah, like I got this though, you know, like it's just like it's it's just a it's a it's an illusion. And it's just like I think people that don't wanna like admit it or don't wanna like see it for what it is, just like fall for that fucking trap and they're just like they just it's fucked up. It's like a fucking like <sighs> It's like, no, no, there's some strippers who have their shit handled and they're stripping for a reason and they're sure. going to put that money somewhere. But there's also strippers who, or or females or who have sugar daddies and just depend on, they're just dependent on somebody else. You feel me? And yeah. it's like, to the point you have the money, you have the designer, you have all this shit, but like, you're going to be fucking 30, 40, your, your looks are going to fade, you're fucking, uh, people aren't going to want you no more, you don't have nothing to offer besides the pussy, your pussy ain't even good no more, like, you like... And and that and that's just like a, that's just a fucking that could be an analogy for everything like like with jobs nine to fives with like everything like it's nothing wrong with having a nine to five but if you're just doing that and that's your whole life then okay but maybe if you fucking nine to five you have a hobby after you link up even if fucking music is not your fucking income or your main income like yeah. fuck it but at least you have that outlet some people just lack that outlet because they're so caught up in other people's lives and can fucking keeping up with a fucking Armenian bitch Kardashian or um, shouts out to my Armenians and shit don't take that offense to you fucking faggots um, <laughs> yeah just shit like that like I just feel people are caught up in a little fantasy. You Do you me? think that, because um, I don't, I, I, and I know everybody deals with it in their own way. Like, I never took you as someone 
who necessarily was looking around on how to compare yourself to other people? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I kind of, like, prided myself, which was a bad thing, too. Prided myself of doing exactly the opposite. Yeah. Which was at an ego thing as well back in the yeah. day. You know, film it was like, oh, y'all doing this? I'm not doing that because I don't want to do that. But it was like, <clears throat> it wasn't, it, I was I was using that to fulfill my ego at the time. Like, oh, y'all doing that? I feel superior to that because I'm not on that. You right, know, like, right, not, right. now it's like only because you're like, like, I make fun of people and I clown and shit, but at the end of the day, like, no one really got it right. You feel me? Like, I could be right here making mad money and somebody's not making fucking money, but they're fucking happier than me and shit. You know, like, yeah. no, but nobody got it right. So, yeah. Like, but when, I'll still make fun of you. What, what? When did you get to the point where you started to, like, realize that was ego? That what me doing everything that yeah. everybody uh, uh when I started seeing other people doing it and I was just like, yo, I see some I see so much me and you. Yeah. And I'm just like, shit, like I'm that person. Like low key and, I, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I'm toxic. You know, and I'm like, yo, I can't be that person, you know? And I started like analyzing myself, starting questioning shit, the way I move, the way I believe things I believe and what I feel makes me like on top. I don't know, just dumb shit. And then like I started questioning myself and I was like, yo, like you're not that special, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, know? where, you know, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Like, do you, like, where are you with, like, for lack of better description, like, God? God. God, well, that's just, just like, a word. But uh, I, I wouldn't even want to, like, words are just, like, things that you choose to fucking, like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is a word, so identify this word with this thing you have in your brain. An idea, try yeah. to capture an idea and put it in a word. Um. <clears throat> Shit, I don't believe in religion. I don't believe in no. I believe some religion. Like obviously, like the I agree with some things because they're fucking common sense. You know, don't fucking kill and like don't yeah, do yeah. some shit that makes you feel. But at the end of the day, is like like they say, good and bad is like the biggest mythology, like the biggest myth is like we yo, you you're fucking put in a box and you're told to kill people that look a certain way and then you'll go to heaven, motherfucker. If you're raised like that, you're gonna kill people and yeah. be fucking like yeah, I'm going to meet my God, you know. Right. But if you're raised in our society, you kill somebody, you feel bad, you have a guilty conscience, you go to hell whatever um so my whole word on god i don't even want to like your outlook on so what's your like your outlook on the world then like when you look at the world like your place in the world is what shit to survive and to fucking right now i'm playing into what societies i've allowed myself to kind of like because i don't want to be a fucking I don't want to go pan, panhandle. Like, I don't want to, like, yo, everything is bullshit. Yeah. This fucking government is corrupt and everything is a fantasy. So I'm going to go against it and I'm going to be a broke motherfucker and not work for life because I don't want to conform. Yeah. Nah, bro. Like, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play with where I'm, like, where the I'm hand at. you've been yeah, given. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll play it. Um, I'll make the best of it, but also just be aware and, like, anyone I care about, let them, like, give them my insight. So maybe, like, Maybe it's not for them, but maybe they'll be like, "Oh shit, he has a he has a." Maybe I shouldn't stress so much about keeping up with this brand, or maybe yeah, I yeah, yeah. And then like, fuck it. So the whole God thing, like, I just feel like good, like your energy, bro. Like whatever you feel is good energy, like just run with it, and then you'll 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 feel good. And yeah. whatever you feel is bad energy, like avoid it. You know, you've you've definitely been not shied away from like dropping gems in your songs about conspiracy, about oh, yeah. about um like your opinions on how the world runs like you you still to this day find t- places to to drop it in yeah our our, our materialism your your yeah. thoughts on materialism what what drives that shit man? 
because the reality is like you don't necessarily have to do any of it yeah you know but you you are Dude, making like, a conscious choice i think i like deep down i want to act i'm cynical i don't act like i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. but deep down inside i fucking care yeah. like i actually care that like you're a dumbass and you're fucking stressing so hard because you can't keep up with the trend and you're fucking actually stressing over that retarded shit yeah instead of like like you know what like maybe i shouldn't fucking get my paycheck and use this paycheck and buy some dumb shit and i'm broke again and like, it's like you're a fucking idiot if you're a fuck if you're dude like this doesn't sound like really insensitive like but if you're broke bro like you're fucking you're broke bro like bro, like there's so many ways like there's the internet you could fucking research so much shit you could get out of whatever little hole you're in like there's some people like yeah i have depression i have this like i don't know what else to do i'm like oh bro have you researched about you like the serotonin release or like have you ever like and you're like no nah, i never you tried everything like bro do you really want to stop being depressed do you yeah. really want to fucking like it's not like what the fuck are you doing for yourself then like i don't feel like so i've allowed myself to like be numb and like just be like all right you're you're, you're a loser like i clown on people like mm-hmm. you're a fucking loser like that's it you know i'm a fucking loser sometimes too you know but like but i'll snap myself out like yo fuck that like i'm not a fucking loser and yeah. i'll like, fucking get myself out of that shit and if i allow myself to drown in it then i'm a fucking loser you know like that's how i see it what what do you feel like some of your like weaknesses are that you're like, man, I'd like to work on this. I have more. social, like, mad social anxiety, fucking, like, well, my whole thing. So How does that manifest, though? Like, you just don't want to be around people? Well, you know what? I t- sometimes, like, I don't know if it's me or I don't know if it's because I'm high all the time. Because I don't know if it's the high. Because sometimes I'm, like, when I take weed breaks, I go into a fucking store and I have a conversation with the cashier, walk out there, fucking say hi to random ass people, <laughs> get a girl's number with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking... I smoke some weed, walk in there, fucking get to the cashier. They ask me, and I kind of stutter. I'm like, <clears throat> yeah, uh, da, da. fucking, I'm just like, get all t- I notice my muscles are all tense. Like, my neck gets all fucking tense because I have a neck injury, but I just, it intensifies once I get my anxiety, you know? So, yeah. like, I just start feeling shit. And then, so I don't know if it's like, and and see, there there's like, I just expose the weakness of mine, like, and then like a, a behavioral, a behavioral addiction to weed, like a, a bad. Uh. A bad habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that like I'm aware of the that I'm better without it in certain circumstances. But you don't. Stop. Yet knowing I'm gonna go to the store, I'm I'll just smoke a joint. Fuck it, you know. Because like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm just getting anxiety attack. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you know, like, but like, so so I like like I said, like I'm a loser in that situation because I could if I like. I want to be better with people, yet I still smoke a lot of weed before I meet up with people. So I'm yeah. a loser for the fact that I allow myself to st- 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 keep myself in that loop. You Got feel you. me? Yeah. So Got you. I admit that I'm a loser in that in that field for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's got to be the weed, right? Dude, like without the weed, bro, I'm a fucking player. <laughs> no, but yeah, bro. But like, yeah, with the weed, it's just like. So why why if you had to just throw out an answer right now, like. Why do you smoke weed? Why? Yeah. Bro, I think it and Because the benefits versus the negatives. I think it's embedded in my head. It's like a reward. It's like a reward system. Mm, like I'll accomplish something or I'll feel good. Like even if I don't smoke weed for four hours, my reward system is smoke weed. Yeah, you didn't I made smoke four weed hours. for four hours. <laughs> like so it's like anything I do that's positive or that I'm like, yo, I did this shit. Like, uh, what's my rewards in my head right away goes to the weed. You right, know what I mean? It's like right. And uh, I broke bad habits, bro. Like, I used to fucking, like, I used to be a little horny fuck, bro. Like, I yeah. used to, like, just want to, like, like I feel like my reward system was going to talk to a girl and, like, go kick it with her. You yeah. feel me? Like, um, or drink. Or I used to drink a lot, you know? Like, so right now the whole weed is cool. Like, 
I'm just like learning some, and it's not as bad as before, bro. Because now I could like not wake and bake and smoke maybe at four or something. Like um, but um, sometimes when I smoke in the morning, I just see how it kills my whole day, and I'm just a victim to my own <laughs> to your own vice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have you learned? I mean, this is just like some superficial insight, but it still helps because I know people definitely listen about. Do you do you have like strains you stick to? No, but you, but I do have favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Do you notice that there's different different feelings of anxiety or different things that bring on when you smoke? Not different feelings of anxiety, but I do feel different. Like when I do smoke, like say, like if I smoke a a sativa, I, yeah, you can obviously tell the difference when when you smoke a fucking uh, uh, Gorilla Glue or yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's how you definitely. Um, but as far as anxiety, nah, like. My anxiety is very uh my anxiety is very weird, bro. Like sometimes like I'll if I'm just uncomfortable, it'll just come on. If I'm too hot, if I'm too tired, like right. before I feel tired or before I feel hot, I feel anxiety first. And I'm just So like, it has well, more to do with comfort, you think? Yeah. yeah like yeah. security, comfort. Yeah. And I also think weed brings uh, a lot of anxiety because uh it makes me tired. And then sometimes I don't know I'm tired. Mm. But I'm just, I get anxious before I feel tired. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I feel before I'm hot and I'm like, yo, I'm fucking hot. I need to get out of here. I'll just start feeling anxious. I'm like, yo, I'm not feeling anxious. And I got to like relax and be like, oh, fuck, I'm hot. <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a, like my, my anxiety becomes the first mental tick. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, it's because you're hot. You know, it's, it's, it's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> what is your, what, what, what's your like actions to like deal with it when it is happening? Is uh, that is that what, what the I, social anxiety is like? You just re- eliminate yourself from the situation. Oh no no! When I well like you mean when I'm like when I'm in a place where I'm fucking tripping. Yeah. So I'll just be like uh, like like you're like I'll just be like you shut up. And in my head I'll just be like we shut up like deal with it. And then like my body will be like I'll just be like yo like I feel like I might because my neck I have a fucked up neck. So yeah. I, every time I turn my neck I feel like it's gonna get stuck and shit like <laughs> like because it's so fucked up, bro. Yeah, my neck is yeah. so fucked up. But uh um. It's just, to me, I just tell myself, I remind myself, bro, you feel this shit every fucking day, shut up. You know, I just tell myself that, and just like, it ain't nothing. And like, like it's not down talk me, but just kind of like, bro, like, just laugh at myself for a little bit and giggle about it in my head. And be, yeah. But even though I'm like, I'm still like this, you know, but like, and then, and then it's funny because I walk out the store and I'll be like, oh, and then it's just like. Right, because you escaped the situation. And then, yeah, and then I would do that and I'm just like, bro, like. Sometimes like if I want to go back in there right now, you know, like bro, it's like it's, it's just weird, bro. It's it's fucking trippy. It's fucking trippy. She asked me what I want from her. I want some face. She got romance. She just don't know how to behave. Motherfucker, I stay acting like I don't know who you are. I don't need no conversation. We are best when we are far. We ain't making no money. Why the fuck even collide? You just seem to talk a lot, but your actions don't fall in love. I keep the habits around like I keep people from my past. Trying to be all that. I ain't trying to be all that.
until I'm summering. Baby girl, we ain't no lovers. We just friends with undercovers. I keep circles very small. Uh-huh. Let the triangles evolve. Uh-huh. Pyramids not on my wall. Uh-huh. No celebrities involved. Speaking cold, we cannot talk. Bodies get aligned with chalk. We ain't fucking with no frauds. Rather live with the bad odds. I'm just doing what I must. In these fools, I do not trust. Go for me, I do not trust. All these bitches do not trust. They wanna see me fail. They wanna see me broke. They wanna see me sound like how I did five years ago. Fuck them. Full on solid, I'm harassed. Pray to the gods that I won't crash. See myself with lots of cash. Off this music they call trash. Yeah. You know what's weird, man, is, you know, having dealt with anxiety, like, at length, I've definitely noticed a weird thing. And this is, I definitely see it as a weakness that I'm trying to work on. But for me, anxiety only exists if there's other people around. Like, I've never literally, like, I've maybe one or two times where, like, maybe I'm on fucking another planet because I'm fucking so high Mm -hmm. by myself. But rarely does it happen if I'm not thinking about like other people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So right? social anxiety is like yeah, this shit. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you you're it's normally like say like uh like for me the way it manifests like you you said you had this neck thing like mine has always been and it's never really come to fruition like it's never actually played itself out but it's still there for some reason because that's what anxiety does it's just a lie and. It's always like you're gonna pass out, right? I so that's that, a weird one. I have that one too. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking weird one because what you're thinking is like, okay, like if I passed out right here, right now, like I'd be thinking like, oh, they're gonna be like but the judging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because it's not like a normal fucking thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that's the only thing it's rooted to. Because if everybody wasn't here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got that high, I'd just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm just. Write it out. Like, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I could I could pass out if I wanted to. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's such an interesting thing because it's... we Eddie and I were talking about on the way up, like, the ability... Like, we were talking about, like, biologically, like, how we're made up, right? Like, mm-hmm. the reality is everything... We live, in, we live in a reality where everything is manifested some way from your ego, right? Like, if... If mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I see Tony and a car is coming, I'm going to grab you, get you out of the way. But biologically, the reason I'm doing that is because I don't want to feel the pain of what could happen, and then I'd have to experience. I'd have to experience that, right? Mm-hmm. So I could say like, "Oh, I'm being a hero," but I'm not really. Like the reality is, biologically, I'm trying to stop you from dying because we we Eddie and I always talk about like. The concept behind the tribe, right? The it's and it's something that poor people, minorities, we deal with this a lot because it's been embedded for such a fucking long time, right? It's our place in society is groups are safe. Groups are like a place of safety because they've always been for thousands of years. It's been like mm-hmm. the guy who goes over the fucking hill, that guy gets eaten by a fucking jaguar. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Which is why, like when you see somebody like who's just free, right? They do seem to the rest of society, well, f- less for people like us, because we're around people like that are searching for that all the time. 
But in normal society, the reason it seems weird is because it seems unsafe, mm-hmm. right? Like as somebody who's just out there living a career as a rapper, that seems very unsafe to somebody who's like has a nine to five and a very structured life. Mm-hmm. So the ego is just the thing that's constantly rooted to like everything we do, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the reality is the best person you could probably be, right? And this is just me taking a shot at it, would be a balance of empathy, right? Like the empathy I have for other people in that I recognize that you're just me. Like you're a me, you're a me, you're a me, I'm a you. Like that's all there really is. It's not very much more complex than that. Everything Mm -hmm. else is socially learned Mm -hmm. or driven by our ego, right? Mm -hmm. So... When we get stuck in like these loops of ego, like I was telling Eddie, I was like, I think the goal is because we were having like this conversation on the way up. The reason I asked you about God is just because I was like, we were talking about religion and I feel pretty much the same way as you do. Like there's there's people who take face value, right, because it's easier, right? Like don't leave the tribe. Why? Because it's bad. Okay. And then it just stays there. Mm-hmm. Then there's other people who are like, hey, don't leave the tribe. Well, why? Well, because it's bad. Well, what's bad? Yeah, yeah, what's this? What's mm-hmm, evil? What's mm-hmm. it? Right? And and those people tend to have a lot of anxiety because they're constantly questioning their existence. Mm-hmm. They're literally questioning their existence mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's it's weird because if we're trying to figure out, so what's the answer? Right? Like... The closest thing I, at least in my mind, have come to is I want to be able to recognize the bad energy. I feel like I have that part down. Like, I have that part down where, like, if I don't feel something, like, I am i don't need to be there anymore. I don't need to be anywhere, really. Yeah. I just want to be where I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. But also, I need to not pass judgment, right? Because the moment I judge... I'm literally playing into the ego again. Mm -hmm. And that shit is the hardest part to do Mm -hmm. because when you feel like you got it down and you're able to like protect your existence, Mm -hmm. the first thing you do is start judging because you're just like, I don't want to be around that person. I can't be around that person. And that goes back exactly what you were saying, the whole balance, bro, because I feel like the ego is needed. Yeah. The ego, like, it, needs is absolute, to, it, it needs, keeps you alive. Yeah, it needs to be there. And if yeah. you don't have an ego, you're going to be a sucker. You feel <laughs> me? Like, so, like, you need that shit there, but you also need to be, like, where it gets destructive, where, where the negative parts, you got to be able to, like, step back and be like, all right, like, I, under, I understand the concept of ego. It's just a bunch of stories you've been telling yourself after situations your whole life. You know, yeah. like, you yeah. walk up to a girl the first time ever and you fucking ask her for her number and she rejects you, you'll be like, yo, I'm not good with girls. And you're going to tell that story in your head yeah. all the time. You go to you go to the first time you go up to a girl and you get and she does give you the number because she's an easy ass hoe but you don't know yeah. that you be like, I'm good with girls and you tell that story in your head and you start you build up these little stories in your head and that's what becomes you in the future yeah. but it's like bro like honestly like that's not you right it's <laughs> like, not you yeah it really isn't like to me like I did shrooms I did shrooms with him. Mm-hmm. We we microdosed, bro, and we fucking felt a fucking a shroom trip. Like we weren't supposed to feel a shroom, like because suppo- you're you're supposed to microdose and be able to do whatever the fuck right, you're right, supposed right. to do. I was driving and I started feeling it, and I was kind of like, okay, like this is weird. Um, I didn't want to tell him anything because I didn't want to look like a bitch. Be like, yo, like, like, <laughs> hey, bro, like I didn't eat that many, and I'm already feeling yeah. this shit. So we get we get to. The, 
<laughs> bro, we get to the crib, and then I'm just like, well, I leave this after I leave this crib. I'm driving. I'm like, bro, like, I'm fucking 25. I got to I, like right now. Like, I'm lucky that I look younger than I than I than I am. You know, yeah. so I'm like, yo, I gotta milk this shit to like the 30s and milk as much as I can from it. Go hard as because. I'm not a rapper, bro. Like, yeah. I'm not a rapper. Like, this is just, like, what I accidentally got caught. Dude, I, dude the reason I fucking record music is because one day I was skateboarding, and I was fr- my homie was freestyling, and I hop in at freestyle because I used to love, like, rap yeah. and shit, you know? So I freestyle, and he invited me to go and record on his Xbox, you know? But, like, and then put on MySpace, and from MySpace, people were like, oh, that shit's cool. And then, like, from there, just keep building. But, like, I wasn't a fucking rapper. Yeah. I wasn't like, yo, I'm going to be a rapper when I grow up. It just literally fell on my lap, you know? So yeah. I'm not a rapper, bro. I'm not a fucking rapper. Yeah. Like, I'm literally, I'm just... I'm rapping is just what I what I'm around like honestly if I fucking found something that makes money over there like I'll be like alright rapping's a hobby now you know I'm gonna go yeah. over there and make my money over here cause my whole thing is just like like I'm not I love rapping I love writing and shit like that but like to me it's just like I my goal and my fucking dream is just financial freedom, bro. I don't need these fucking chains. I don't yeah. need like all this, sh- like just knowing that something happens, I got it covered. Fucking, uh, I want to travel here tomorrow and take whoever I want. Oh, fuck it, let's go. Like I just that freedom is like to me that's the fucking goal. Yeah. Like is so it's it's uh yeah. But I remember after that whole little shroom feeling and shit, like I was just like, bro, I'm a fucking. I'm not a fucking rapper, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like why the fuck like image. Like, I'm, I'm living there. Like, all right, like I'll play the game. I understand that this is a business. It's one of my right. projects. Right. So whatever I post on the internet, I could play with the image along. But that's not me, you know. Like, yeah. like uh, so it's just it's. And that yeah. came from a microdose, bro. Yeah, but you know, I, it's not like I've never had those thoughts before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just zoned in that those thoughts like hella, bro. And it, yeah, it was awful, fuck it. But it was like I like what a good. It was a good little cap and a good little thing, you know, little one. I just I was like, you might I have was just gonna, caught a good one. Yeah, yeah. I still have some more. We're gonna take yeah. some this week. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, dog. Like, it's just I, I will. Yeah, yeah. How I mean is uh how often do you do you shroom? Uh, the last time I shroomed before this time was probably a good four months ago, five months. Oh, no, probably more probably like six months ago. But uh, I've been researching a lot of it and how, like, psilocybin, the whole fucking molecule compound is literally, like, exactly a serotonin. Like, yes. it's just one little stem away from serotonin. So it's just like, and, it, and before I even did the research on shrooms, when I took it the first time, I remember I didn't have anxiety for a good while after. And I was tripping. Like, I remember I went to Islands, that burger restaurant, yeah. the day after. And I was fucking talking to people. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, wow. that's not me. You feel me? Like, that's not, I don't do that. Dump. Bro, and I was yeah. just like, I felt great. I feel like fucking kicking it with my parents. I feel like fucking kicking it with people. <laughs> like fucking like my parents are toxic. Like they're toxic, you know, traditional yeah. old school. Sure. Old school. So like, but like that shit didn't affect me, and I was just kind of like, it was just weird. And then like I remember one day I came across some little article on the news that oh people for PTSD, anxiety, depression, fucking it might like it it's might huge help. Right now for yeah, that. it yeah. is. Fucking John Hopkins, fucking yes. Harvard, fucking all these studies. Um, and I was just like, holy fuck, you know. I, I felt that and I started believing I started researching and I fucking got some shrooms accidentally at my homie's crib he's like he's like yo I had a bad trip you want these and he gave me probably like I think like like a little bit more than a quarter Yeah. and then I was just like fuck it like it just fell in my lap and I'm like yo everything that falls in my lap is like I need to fucking like yeah. I can't fight this shit you feel me like I can't let the fears or the fear of me like the stupid irrational fears that I have in my head drift me away or keep me away from these things that I feel are little treasures like you know yeah. like, and they need to be tapped into like yeah yeah. Do you feel like you, um, from when you first, because what what did you did you start on weed first? 
like first like, like any yeah thing. like in the family of psychedelic like you just started oh, with weed and like yeah weed was the first uh yeah thing. i did that shit when i was like what nine years old yeah years yeah old? i had it you know now that i remember nine like, years old i had a little like a little panic yeah like but I think it was a guilty conscience because my mom had a heart. <laughs> yeah. But my brother fucking let me hit the blunt like a dumbass when I was young. And then I remember, uh, yeah, I was on my bunk bed and I like, kind of got up and I felt like panicked out. But I was like, no, you don't tell your mom what the fuck. Like, you know, your brother, you're going to get in trouble. So I, I just shut up and like <laughs> dealt with it like <laughs> until I felt better. I mean, I wonder if that, I mean, there's definitely studies that could show that early age yeah i could schizophrenia uh yeah uh, uh psychosis yeah. at nine years old your brain hasn't fully developed right. yet, so you're literally yeah i mean technically your brain just finished developing mm -hmm. like you're 25 right yeah. like that's usually like when it stops full growth like you reaches full maturity around 24 to 25 as yeah. in males yeah so like i wonder if because this is another topic eddie and i we, we were talking about how um uh like cbds being used for like seizures right mm -hmm. like people with seizures and... those don't get you high though huh? no CBDs, it's yeah. it's non-psychoactive but it didn't start like that like they they the original like formula i forget it's named after a, a... Uh, uh charlotte's yeah is it charlotte's that's not the one i was gonna say it was some guys some old white dude name uh my homies, that girl with the motherfucker that told me that shit. Yeah, and it's like treatment marijuana, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I and originally, like, that was still psychoactive, and they were giving it to, I think I saw a Vice documentary where the girl was like. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, like six or seven years old. Yeah. And she was lit. Like, when they, they yeah, were, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, obviously yeah. lit, yeah. right? But the thing with her is kids don't tend to have anxiety because they haven't been exposed to enough to have anxiety not that it never happens it does happen in very unfortunate situations there's kids who have ptsd but for her she lived out on a farm like it was had good parents and she was lit like at like i said like eight or nine years old there is no way that it's not affecting the way she's seeing the world even when she comes down yeah like there's no way especially how like how often were they giving her that daily shit? oh yeah then yeah that and it was and they and they was it was it was considered a heroic dose so it wasn't just like like if you and i wanted to just get high right now we would not be taking this dose in fact they gave it to the host i don't know if you remember that they gave the host took the same dose and he was like, I need, like, he need, and he was a smart, he does the show. He's, that white boy. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, I have to, I have to, like, lie down. Like, I have to, this is too much. Like, mm -hmm. it's too, he's like, I'm literally losing reality right now. And this girl's taking it daily, every day. So by the time she's your age, her perspective on life, period has to be severely altered right like yeah and not saying that it's bad it might be the future of society right that might be a normal thing coming you know in the next 20 to 30 the modern years. stone age theory yeah i mean <laughs> it, it, it very well could be yeah, right because yeah. if kids are taking it from an early age the jump in intellect is going to happen really quickly mm -hmm. right because even as an adult i can smoke weed and get clarity right like on shit that i've had blocks for forever. Yeah, you. Sm I can smoke weed, and on a good day, I can find clarity. If that's happening to a little kid, like mm. at nine, 
that's got to be crazy. And you you smoked at nine years old. Yeah, if not younger. Yeah. I don't remember, but yeah. Which means that like your like your path was altered early on. Like your your mental because your mental capabilities opened up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if they opened up in a negative way, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They opened up. Like so, for you, when you look at like weed. Because it's something you've never shied away for. It's been a part of every project you've ever made. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you see as a necessity for like humans moving forward? Um, nah, not a necessity. Um, this is obviously an opinion. I don't know. Sure, um, obviously, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a necessity, like as far as like a, a continuous thing, or like at least people need to do it at least one time in their life, yeah. or like okay, uh, yeah, I think everybody needs to fucking at least smoke weed one. My yeah, yeah. Uh, will I say it will make them smarter if I feel it might like? I think some people just take certain things differently. Some people get some people take shrooms and like never get anything from it mm-hmm. just because they want to like fucking feel something yeah and uh, there's some people who are like oh, i'm shooting down like this shit feels like let me close my eyes real quick and then they yeah. get in deep thought you know some people just react to things differently so i think but i think I'm a, i think a good amount of people definitely if they did smoke weed and like and let, and let those highs kick in and even if they're bad highs and i think that it does it would do good for, at this point yeah. what what other psychedelics have you have you taken nothing bro just shrooms just shrooms yeah i want to try natural. i'm i want to try lsd and then i want to do dmt eventually but i don't want to do it yet now and not and and that sucks because that i say that out of fear um <laughs> i really do say that but i'm gonna give it i told him i gave myself to like the 30s like and that's when i want to before like, do you do dmt, DMT. Yeah, just because like, I don't know, like I just like I think that's like a good, that's good like a age, good age thing, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't know, I don't, I just don't want to be so. At the same time, it's like I hear shit that makes so much sense, or I hear lectures that make so much sense about wanting less and like just like, and why depression is such a like, or just like insight about mm-hmm. why people think certain things are, and then like I understand it, and I feel like they're completely right. But I feel like I don't want to put that information in my head too much right now because I have a lot to accomplish and I want to accomplish something. And then once I feel like I'm at a cool point, I'm like, all right, like I'm not, like, you know, but where I, when I feel it's right, I'll fucking start grasping that information and then I'll allow myself to dwell in that. For you know what's bit. interesting, man, is uh, in the conversation that Eddie and I were having up here, we were having like a conversation on like what's, what's too deep, right? Like what's too deep to to like exactly what you're talking about, right? Because the reality is having done DMT a few times now, like it- Oh, you done DMT? Yeah, yeah. It, it can definitely, and this, this this definitely happened. Like having done it, like you know that it can definitely, if not checked by yourself, you can literally turn like self-improvement into its own religion. Like it, it can become like a daily- breakdown of everything every day all day you're just breaking it down breaking it down right and so eddie and i were talking about like so well what's the answer right like if for somebody who wants to expand their mind who wants to be the best person they can be right i think beyond basically like this like i was raised catholic this is why i don't practice catholic religion because within two examples i can poke holes in it Mm -hmm. that's enough for me Mm -hmm. 
I don't really need to turn any more pages, right? I could go all the way down and tell you all the bad shit and where it came from, all that shit. But that shit is irrelevant. The reality is once you can defeat the basic thinking, right? Like, because that's what it is. The majority of the population doesn't go past face value because it's safe. Mm -hmm. Asking those questions can get dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they really can't. Anybody who's ever gone down that rabbit hole with any psychedelic. You develop depression. You develop yeah. anxiety. You develop fucking psychosis because you're fucking like, holy shit. Like, yes. the world's not what I thought it was. And God's not watching over me. And fucking the, these doctors don't care for me as much as I thought they did. Yeah. And fucking police officers are and involved. And the issue in with all that is that you still have to live here. Yeah. Right. You still have to stay here. Mm -hmm. And because you have to stay here, like I I've worked and it's a work in progress. I'll let you know how it goes the next time you're on the show. Yeah. But right now I'm trying to find like that middle place. Right. And I feel like that middle place, like my way to that, that balance is through lack of judgment. And that's a big it's a big thing. Right. Like that's a that's a work like that's gonna take a while mm -hmm. i'm not gonna i don't have answers i just feel like getting to a place of where i'm not judging what it'll be easier to exist in this reality and still maintain one you're you're seek seeking for truth mm -hmm. right because i can't turn that part off especially after do doing dmt there's a thing that you constantly looking for the truth in every situation. Mm -hmm. But the reality is because we live in a society that doesn't isn't based in truth. It's not based in truth. None of this is based in truth. Mm -hmm. Right? Like it is we are the outward symbols of the shit that we've gained through our our lives, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we are. And most of it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right? So if I can just get to a place where like I can look at somebody go okay i might not be feeling that person but i need to be able to visualize that person as a baby almost and know that like fuck i don't know how they became a dick yeah like i don't fucking know like the situations that they had that got them in that situation i mean the biggest argument to that right is just go to africa <laughs> just go to fucking Africa and know that you lucked out by the roll of the dice. Yeah. That you got to be born here. Like literally you got here. Yeah. Their idea of what you were talking about earlier on. And I really felt that like the ideas of good and bad and evil. And it's completely different there. Yeah. It's completely because it has to be. They have to live. So if it's like I got to take his to live to feed mine and that's a daily thing, I'm not thinking about, oh, that's evil or that's, yeah. you're, I, you know. You're doing good for your family. You're doing good for your family, yeah. right. And yeah. so I feel like, and again, like it's, it's, it's just a new thing in my mind and I feel like finding that kind of balance of like lack of judgment in everybody mm -hmm. will probably be the safest place because I don't need to ask any questions beyond that. Just, is that a person? Yeah. Do they go through all the same ups and downs that I do? Yeah. Is their perspective different than mine? Yeah, probably because of the information that they have mm -hmm. at their disposal. Yeah. Right? Beyond that, I don't fucking care. Like, it's not... Who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to fucking pass judgment on any of those people. Yeah. But I say that all easier said than done. Yeah. Because it's hard as fuck. 
Yeah, no, I, I judge motherfuckers all the time, and I make fun of them. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's um what's coming this year for you, music wise? Or career-wise, because you're doing a bunch of shit, so... Shit, bro. I'm just pumping out shit for my catalog, you know, get them fucking numbers up, get my fucking streaming numbers up, <laughs> fucking, uh, I got, a uh, got new plans on a high note, fucking, we dropping a lot of fucking merch, uh, July 7th, starting July 7th. Nice. Yeah, shout out my boy Tony and shit, we got... Tony's here, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he's right next to us, you know? Once of staying illuminated fame, once... <laughs> yeah yeah man so we just uh yeah just keeping busy bro and then laugh i'm just learning other things too dog because eventually i'm trying to buy like like i got i got homies i got older homies who are like buying shit and making them nice like cribs and shit yeah, yeah, yeah. cabins and shit and making them nice oh, you're trying to get into that. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna i am gonna get into that shit that's awesome. uh, yeah because yeah bro so i just been saving money just to let them dance in different places and shit so i just been, like just what learning. what you know what i didn't ask you that what what it has been your because now, through your career, you've been at the early ages of the internet stage, and now we're all the way to this place where, like, streaming music is everything. Mm-hmm. How's that How's that affected you? Have Fuck you... Fuck it way better. Yeah? Hell yeah. I don't fucking want somebody to spend money on me one time, and that's it. Like, yeah. for a project, they keep listening to the song, and she just keeps adding up, and just every month, I'm just, it's just... And money comes from people who listen, you know. That's dope. Yeah. So, so I, you I think, feel like it's been a better thing for you? Yeah. Like I know some people have their. Uh, I know like Jay Z and like I want actually haven't even dug into their inside of it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it affects them way more than it affects the little guys. Yeah. You know? But um, as far as the whole streaming shit, I fucking love that shit. Like dope. that's 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 where it's at. That's good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear. I I feel like uh, yeah, I definitely feel like. One of the reasons, like, the upper echelon of artists don't like it is because they'd like to do it. Like, they, like, that's what Tidal is. Tidal wants to be a Spotify. Like, so I can see why mm-hmm. you might not like Spotify, but the reality is for an independent Like, they want to cut out the middleman, right. you know, which is totally sick. You know, yeah. I fuck with, I fucking love Jay-Z, bro. Yeah. Like, Jay-Z's, like, fucking the shit to me. Like, I don't like, I, I, I like, I'm, cause I'm aware that he's, like, I'm aware that, that he's for himself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like he might do things to make it seem like he's for a community or something. Yeah, shit, yeah, but yeah. like I know it's just a tactic, but it's for himself. Right, right. But dude, that's capitalism. Yes. And then I, I fuck it. Like that's the world we live in. And fuck it. Like yeah. rock it and master that shit. So like I, I respect people. Like I that I fuck with that food heavy. Yeah, I feel like people the only the only people that don't like capitalists are people who've like been exposed to capitalists who are assholes. Right, because because here's the thing that Jay Z does, even though it's all for him, he's doing it in a very like eloquent way. Exactly. So it makes it seem exactly. like he's doing it for the black community, right. or he's doing it like for the the demo- like for the democratic parties of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, to and black he knows, people, what bro. It is. Yeah, and he knows, but he just wants the fucking piece of the pie. Yeah. Fuck it, all power to him. Get that shit. Like it's not it's not uh, black other just because there is fucking color doesn't mean he's respons- That's his responsibility. Right. Fucking Peruvians and Argentinians are not my fucking responsibility. Just because someone's Mexican, there it doesn't mean, bro. Like at the end of the day, people talk so much shit and then they'll fucking go and no matter. Matter what, bro, people are gonna segregate themselves. You put a fucking bunch of black people, bunch of Mexicans, bunch of whatever the fuck races are in one place, they're gonna find a way to segregate themselves. Yeah. So I don't believe in that unity bullshit. I don't believe in that equality bullshit. I believe like if someone works hard, and I don't mean it as a race thing, I mean it as a like you work hard. If you work harder than somebody else, yeah. you deserve more than somebody else. 
That's how I see it. I'm, yeah. I ain't with that fucking like hippie shit. Nah, no matter how many shrooms I take, I'm gonna <laughs> ever be on that shit. Yeah. Dude, uh, thank you so much, man. Hell yeah. I, I fucking love talking to you, bro. Like every time I talk to you, there's always some really dope insight. Right. Um, people, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, or wherever podcasts are found, go over to platformcollection.com right now. You'll see Self Provokes links, and you can always search his music right there on the front page, and all his music and videos will come up, man. Please do that. Support my dude. Keep streaming his music. Hey. Go to bed. Keep it on repeat. That <laughs> If you really support an artist, by the way, that's a really good way to support an artist. Go to sleep. Put yeah. that shit on repeat. A band did that, and then they fucking... They pa- absolutely yeah, did Yeah, and, and then they did something. They paused. They, 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 like, disabled their they fucking to. streaming yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like a, I think it's actually going to court right now, like, whether or not that, that capability... Because it, it should... It should. Because it's the way you support your... You can support yeah. your artists however you want to support them. And for all you know, they were sleeping and they were... Maybe they, they have insomnia and they were Absolutely. up till six in the morning. And Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, Tony. You need to come on the show too and explain yourself. Dude, thank you so much, brother. Hell yeah. Self, you change no shit, motherfucker. I did. Why you strapped? Because you can't trust these dumbass kids. So where you at? In some valley, got you new that bitch. What you doing? What you think, dog? I'm trying to get rich. I'm sick of questions. Y'all ask the obvious ones in these. Throw some weed. Let my motherfucking focus increase. They think I changed and I did. You should too, silly sucker. I'm a worry to my mother and the envy to my brother. Family issues. But I won't go in debt. The guess that internal issues will manifest through tracks I bless. So if you change, why don't you spit that boom back? I spit what I want, suck and get pulled back. I cannot stand them, but instead of the bitching, I'm here to just kill shit. These children, they think they ill and they think they ill and but I'm feeling. Otherwise, for the eye, they can't say no chance for the show up. What am I, what am I, what a bitch? I hope you understand. Pick my poison, let me die in peace. I'm trying to dry my feet. I don't got no beef, they just don't like Pick my poison, let me die in peace. I'm trying to dry my feet. I don't got no beef, they just conversations I've shut heard. up <laughs> i don't know man I it's know like you're it. reading a script or something oh, yeah man yo um caught me off guard right there <laughs> but it was though it, it definitely was one of the i it was my favorite conversation i've had with sp on the podcast so mm-hmm. far again i i feel like um you know i i always feel a, a weird thing about like saying somebody's grown up like because it's not like 
I'm like, oh, I'm so grown. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to say that he wasn't, but I mean, quite literally, he we've watched him grow up as well. Yeah. Just like we we talked about ends, it it is undeniable that self provoked has grown into himself as a businessman, as a, a thinker, as an artist, as you know, um, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It, it's undeniable because the results show. Yes, definitely, definitely. Right? Is. It's not like it's just like our opinion, like, oh, I think he's all grown up. No, like you could see the results. Mm-hmm. It's just a math equation. Yeah, I mean, look at it like this way. When, you know, say an, uh, an artist that we know out there or mm-hmm. one of the homies that we, you know, we run into and, and we're like, man, it's been 10 years and you still are doing <laughs> still that thing. It. You know yes. what I mean? Like that. Yeah, that's that. You know what? Thank you. That That's what, that's what I'm getting at. It's like. In a time when it's much easier to just be your same old self, mm-hmm. uh, self-provoked is refusing to do that in the face of tons of obstacles, right? Like l- losing fans, uh, having people question his motives. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's no matter what people are saying about him, he's not letting them stop him from his own growth. Right. And that's that. That takes balls. It does, man, and and he's he's good at it, and he grabs what he needs and moves on. And yeah, no hard feelings, but I, I got my train is still going. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah, and he's one of those guys again, like who, um, like like we talked about on the on the interview, like he's never really looked around at what other people are doing in order to like build his own brand and even when he even now like he said he you know he's grown into being able to appreciate the you know the things around him more he still sounds like he's blazing his own path though like he definitely we we got to talk to him a little off air after the well a long time i think we sat there for another three hours uh, yes and just talked about everything from you we should that could have been a whole nother episode but uh, we had just sat through an episode so it was cool just to unwind with him and kind of talk about where his head's at and um yeah he's still blazing a very original trail so for all you critics of self-provoked who's like he's changed he's supposed to yes because if he's a person (laughs) he's a person right Mm -hmm. yeah and if you don't then are you living can can you let him live let him live the way he wants he's putting out a high quality amount of work Mm -hmm. i'm a fan Maybe if you were like, man, I don't like the new stuff that self-provokes doing. Maybe go get the record and sit with it for a mm-hmm. while and really listen to his last yeah. record. And what you and then take it in from this perspective after listening to this conversation, what you're really hearing is a person who's trying his absolute hardest to tear down the walls that people have built around him that he's built around himself he's trying to tear down all those walls creatively mm-hmm. artistically and that's what you're that's what you're hearing right yeah. you're not hearing somebody who's forgotten where he came from he's very aware he he's hip-hop is in his heart it's without a doubt mm-hmm. he loves to rap he, he reminds me of a lot of rick scales mm. he loves to rap he'll be rapping all the time but you heard what he said about He's not a rapper, though. And what he meant, what he means by this, at least what I took out of it, was he's not willing to play that game. 
Right, yeah. He's not going to allow people to dictate to him what he is and how he should do that. He's defining that for himself. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Self-Provoke, man. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast networks, iTunes, Speaker, tune in. Go over to PlatformCollection.com. Check out all the podcasts there. You can also check out Self-Provoke's music. Follow him on Spotify. All that good stuff, man. It was uh, it was really dope having him on. I can't wait to have him on again. Shout out to Self-Provoked and his whole team over there. And shout out to you, the listener, for uh, enjoying this with us. Hopefully Definitely. you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think they did, man. I don't think they you, you flushed think... the toilet while they were listening to it. No. They did not? They no, just man. they Out of honor? Yes. They just sat there in the stew? Yeah, because it might make noise. And then they, he might, they might lose a gem that, yes. that we were dropping. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You have such a good insight on toilets. I know, man. I, I know about toilets. Cool. A let's, lot. Let's get out of here. He may not flush the toilet. PlatformCollection.com.